Welcome around the NBA with Chris Merrick. I'm Blazerwind and Rip 32, Chris Craig. And I'm Anna Cordes Washington's Eric Milligan. How you doing, Chris? Uh, bombed. Yeah? You were rooting for the Grizzlies. Yeah, that was a boring game, man. Me too. No, it, I don't know, I it got exciting for a second, and then Kyle Anderson goes and gets his game. They cut 16, but then Kyle Anderson gets himself thrown out of the game. Yeah, they weren't going to win, though. That, that game definitely... I've been having trouble getting into the, the series that are happening this round, but that game just now, sometimes one game will make you root for a team. Yeah. That game makes me really want the Grizzlies to win the series now. Yeah. I, so I, I'm on board the Grizzlies train. I can't wait for game four. Yeah, I, well, uh, they might not have John Morant. But they played so – they were like 20-2 and two without him during the regular season. Yeah, that's the regular season mostly against tanking teams. No, not mostly against crap. tanking teams. They play, If you play 22 games, you're not just playing tanking teams. Well, that part of their schedule, yeah. I mean, they were they were, you know they weren't playing the Warriors every game. They weren't. The you know, they did take the Warriors out. They, they if they beat the Warriors this year, that'd be two years in a row knocking them out of the playoffs. Because last year they beat them in the play-in game. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm looking up. I want to tell you all the opponents that they beat without John Moran. Okay. And I'm going to look up John Morant right now so I can look and see all the games he didn't play. And then I can see how those games went. So game log. Uh, game log 21-22. Okay, here we go. So first game he wins. He, he has a long streak of wins. He has uh, 11 straight games. He be, They beat at Toronto. That's a good team. Oklahoma City, okay. At Dallas, at Miami. They won both those games on the road against two quality playoff teams. Lost to Dallas, then beat the Lakers, the Rockets, okay. The Sixers, there you go. The Blazers, before we were tanking. And at the Kings. And that Blazer game was at Portland. Then they lost three. They lost to Portland, OKC, and Golden State. Then they went on a big winning streak. They went at Sacramento. Okay. At Phoenix. That's a good one. Best team in the league. At Lakers. At Spurs. At Brooklyn. That's a pretty good team. At Cleveland. That's a pretty good team. Um, Oh, hold on. I went way past. (laughs) Those last few games he did play for. The one, the teams he beat were Toronto, the good teams he beat were Toronto, Dallas, Miami, Philadelphia, and Portland before they tanked. Those other games were games that he played in. But then he missed a game against the Clippers at LA and he beat them. They beat them. He missed a game against the Pelicans in New Orleans and they beat them. He missed a game in Indiana, which they won. Uh, Then they beat Brooklyn without him. They beat Indiana without him. They beat Milwaukee by 25 points without him. They beat Golden State by 28 points without him. And they beat the Spurs. Then they beat the Suns by eight points without John. So you kind of see where I'm going with this then, right? Yes. They've beaten some good teams by a lot. I want to look at that Golden State uh, box score. God. To see who actually played, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see this game. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry did not play in that game. Uh, their big scorer was uh, Jordan Poole, who did play. Boy, Jor- Jordan Poole is a problem, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, we didn't need the Warriors to get another sharpshooter. No, we didn't. It's the last thing we needed. Yeah, we didn't need them to like, and now they have this Kaminga guy who's only going to get better. Yeah. Let me see what happened when they played the Suns. They've already had their time, man. Come on. Okay, the Suns were healthy when they beat them. The Suns had all five of their starters. 
Chris Paul had eight points. Kevin Booker had 41 points. But they won without Ja. And the way they did it was um, Dylan Brooks had 30 points, and he'll be back for the next game. Zaire Williams had 19 points. Melton had 17 points in place of a. Oh, right. He was suspended. Brooks was suspended today, right? Exactly. How much you think? Melton had 13. What? That was pretty big, huh? Yeah. Turns Kyle out. Anderson, six points. Brandon Clark, 11. Conchar, 14 points. Santi Aldama, 12 points. So this team can win and beat a good team on the road in the playoffs without John Morant. They can do it. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we haven't heard yet how bad his knee is. I mean, right. he's able to walk off the court by himself. He was upset. So he knew it's like, you know, as though he knew something was wrong. Right. That was going to keep him out for, you know, well, whether he plays or they don't play, they have to play better defense. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, the Warriors are so good at moving the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, until they get an open shooter, like they just keep moving it until there's somebody open and then bam. Jordan Poole has the ball. He dribbles into the paint, hands it off to Draymond, and then runs to the corner, and Draymond gives it back and he gets a three. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. that's the kind of like secondary action people don't always expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, he he beat us, but he handed it off to Draymond, but then he ran to the three point line and got it back. Boom. And then even if even even if it gets to him and there's someone defending him, there's gonna be somebody else that's open. And he throws it to them and they get to three. Yeah. Like they just keep moving until they have it get an open guy, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, they need to play better defense. I mean, they haven't been playing Steve Adams because he's big and slow. And he's been hurting them, but it's hurt them because they're not able to rebound without him out there. Right. And so it's like they need him for that. He hurts them on defense. Like what? Do you, it's like what do you do? That's that's right. tough. They played really well with him for for a yeah. stretch, but yeah, he didn't play at all today. No, he no, wait, he the did. Last he three did. Games. No, he, he did. He played for five and a half minutes. Yeah. He had uh, two rebounds and. Uh, Two assists. Yeah, he missed some free throws in there. Three points. Yeah, missed one free throw. Made one. Was that basically in the last five and a half minutes? Basically, of the game? yeah. He came in after Morant got hurt. Right. And uh, Anderson was ejected. I think maybe Anderson was trying to get ejected because um, in both games, whichever team had a player ejected won the game. Mm. Maybe Anderson's like, if I get ejected, maybe we'll win. <laughs> right, right, right. Did you see the play where Stephen Curry dribbled inside and he like traveled terribly? Took like five steps. Yeah, like, and then they kept showing it. They like, were talking about how great he was. But yeah, and they're talking about how great of a play it was and how great he was. And they kept replaying it and re-saying it over and over again. And it's obviously a travel, and they're just like, What a great move. Oh my God! <laughs> the NBA, everybody. Jesus, these commentators. I don't know. How about the half court shot by Josh? Oh, at halftime, that was beautiful. I was like, yes, because they were down ten. I got him back within seven. That was like, and there was guys in front of him too. We had to like shoot over. I think two or three different people, and yeah, and he knocked it down. Amazing, yeah. He's the future, man. He's a good player. He's really good. They're saying he's the heir apparent to Curry. Yeah. Before the game began, or just wow. the beginning of the game. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's a shame the game had to go that way. Like you know, it's the playoffs. There shouldn't be blowouts like that in the playoffs. It's gotta be I'm ready. I'm all I'm on board for Monday now, though. I can't wait. Well, it's gonna be in the game Gold four, State, man. And it's That's be all right. Memphis can win there. You know, let's hope that uh, you know, the Warriors are overconfident now. Mm-hmm. And you know. Girls, please adjust and come back in and take care of business. Go home with the win, tight, tight a series, and go home and take the lead. Yep. Game five. So we'll see what happens. Yep. I believe. And uh, bot, did you see the Boston Milwaukee game? Boston almost oh had God. it. Yes, almost. That that was crazy at the very end. Marcus, yeah, he Smart, he like, does it perfectly. So that it still play. hits the rim because it has to hit the rim. Yes. So it hits the backboard, then the rim, and he's there and grabs it and puts it back 
it looks like he's going to put it back in. Too hard, it comes off the rim. Then Robert Williams gets it and throws it way too hard off. Yes. And then Horford tries to. Messes grabs it again, puts it back up and in, but it's right after the, it's just just right after the buzzer sounded. I think Smart was a little too quick because it was four seconds left. And he grabbed it and shot it like there was one second left. You know what I mean? Right. Like he could, he didn't compose himself at all. I mean, I know you want to get it off while you're inside, but like if he had gotten it, he went under there and faked and then could have done a handoff to Horford or something like that, you know? Right. Because if he would have gone up with a fake, everybody would have bit that fake. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if he went up, if, it, yeah, if he went up and it, and it sends the game right. overtime, like, you bet just about everybody there would have tried to block his shot. And then he could have just handed it to Horford. Yep. So it just you know, been playing well too, man. Horford? Yeah, he's been playing he's been well. Playing really well. Yeah, double doubles. I mean, you know, he's older now. And he's still, I mean, he's still playing like he still got it. Yep. Uh, yeah, he does. He's um, a big reason. He's a big reason the Celtics got better this year. Right. Getting him back. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we'll have a lot more uh highlights from the games. This past week, but first we have some news. Oh, we do? Yeah. What's our news? Always have news, man. We have news? Always. <laughs> uh, Tyler Harrow has won six man of the year. Sorry, Jordan. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, sorry, who Jordan. The other... Yeah, who are the other guys? I didn't see who he beat out. I just know oh. Jordan Clarkson's been, he's like been, the guy Clarkson. been up there every year, these past few years. So I'm sure he was right behind him. I mean, I think he was the uh, front runner. Uh, Tyler Harrell was. Yeah. But I uh, had not heard that yet. Let me see. I want to see who the. Uh, I don't know who the finalists were. Um, Tyler Harrell wins six. Tyler Harrell should have been starting, but <laughs> right. it's one of those like guys. Like, well, if you're so good, why aren't you just starting? Um, oh, second in voting was Kevin Love. Kevin Love really? did have a good year as, as backup for the Cavs. Seems like you'd always check the box score and he had like 25 points and hit like seven threes and right. be like, what? It's where he has yeah. to go in the background, yeah. Harrell got 96 first place votes and Kevin Love got three. No. Cam, Cam Johnson from the Suns got one. Then no. the rest are Jordan Clarkson got 20. Then Luke Kennard, this is just in the second and third place voting. Then Bogdan Bogdanovich. Then Kelly Oubre. Come on, where's a blazer? Then D'Anthony Melton. And Montrez Harrell. Emmanuel Quickly. Brandon Clark. Tyus Jones. Maxi Kleber. That's it. Nobody else got. Did we have a sixth man of the year candidate? Would have been Simons if he didn't have to start so much. He started so much, yeah. Yeah. Who was our sixth man last year? We sucked so much, I can't even remember. <laughs> Who was our sixth man when we started the season? It was Simons, right? Probably Simons, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he played too much to be up for that award. Sometimes I feel like people who have to start because the, the starters got hurt, that that should count towards sixth man of the year. Because part of the six man job is to be ready to take over if a starter does get hurt. So to right. me, like if you're second in line and you do it and you do well, like Simon's did, it's almost like that person should win six man of the year. Right. Well, you I'm sure he's pretty. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm sure he was pretty far up on the list for most improved player. The John Morant one. I'm sure he was up there too. Yeah, pretty Simon's. Well, let me look that up. I never saw those. T- I never saw that that voting tally either. There we go. John Morant, most improved player. Let's see what the vote. So John Morant was first. Then uh, DeJounte Murray. Then Garland. Then Jordan Poole. Come on. What's going on here? Desmond Bain. Tyrese Maxey. What? Miles Bridges, and then Anthony Simons. 
Um, Emory Simons was the highest guy who did not get a first place vote. He got three second place votes and four third place votes. Wow. Then you've got Robert Williams, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jalen Brunson, Max Struess, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How many? Uh, they've only had the most improved player awards since 1985. How many Blazers do you think won it as Blazers? Um, I know. I 1985. Think, I think it's two. I know. I think it's two. There's three. Can you name the three? Lillard, McCollum. No, Lillard didn't win it. He didn't win it. Oh. McCollum did. CJ did. Yep. He, he did. Um, Zach, uh, Zach Randolph? Yes, and then one other guy. And 1987-88 season. Oh, man. Um, what, Clyde? No. Um, I missed the guy. You missed a guy? I missed the guy. The guy we're talking about here. 87-88. Most improved player award. That's a clue. And what is he? Is he not with us anymore? Yeah, he's not. Uh, what, Duckworth? Yes, Kevin Duckworth. Duckworth, yeah. What a great name. Right? That's awesome Duckworth. Name. And he would struggle in big playoff games, but he was still pretty cool. And that little shot mm-hmm. he had where he just palmed it with one hand, and yes. kind of threw it in. Yeah, Duckworth was a most improved player. I think Duckworth even made an all-star team, didn't he? He did. I believe he should have, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking that up. Kevin Duckworth. um, Let's see. Let's see what he says here about Kevin Duckworth. and his. He was a two-time all-star. 1989 and 1991. That was the year we had the best franchise when we won the 63 games. Right. Um, Yeah, he was an all-star both those years. He was most improved in 88. Um, He he act. Do you know what team he started his career with? The the Seahawks. No, I mean mean, it's hard. Sonics. Sorry, Tales Sonics. No, but it begins with an S. The Spurs. Yes. He played with the Blazers for seven years. Then where did he go? After the Blazers? Yeah. The Lakers, right? No, the Bullets. Oh, the Bullets. Then he actually played a season with the Bucks, right. And then oh, he even sure. played a season with the Clippers. Wow. How many points a game do you think he averaged for his career? For his career? Yeah. Like 17? 12. Well, and six rebounds. No, but that's good because you have to consider all the games he played for other teams where he only played a few minutes. Right. 12 is pretty good for a player like him when you became a journeyman at the end of your career, you know? Right. Um, speaking of journeyman at the end of your career, How's uh, Carmelo Anthony's legacy doing nowadays? Uh, well, <laughs> apparently uh, the Lakers have interviewed Terry Stotts. Oh, yes. Job, and Lakers fans have taken it unto themselves uh, for that to mean that Damian Lillard is going to ask for a trade to be sent to the Lakers. No, they're just doing it to make Carmelo happy. <laughs> Carmelo plays his best under Stotts. Right. Mel said, I'm not staying here unless you get stats. Right. But it's funny, all, all these Lakers fans thinking they're going to get Damian Lillard because Stotts might be their next coach. Right. right. That's like when Daryl Morey hired Damian's trainer. Right. Yeah. For the Sixers because he thought that would make Dame want to yeah, come. He did not come to the Sixers. So, sorry. It's not going to happen, Lakers fans. Right. I mean, even if we do trade him, we're not trading him to the Lakers. You don't have crap to give us. We're not giving it Damian Lillard to the Lakers. Yeah. It's not, not going to happen. happen. 
one way or the other. I wouldn't even do it for LeBron or Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis is glass, dude. He's just going to break. I, I would do it for LeBron and Anthony Davis because then you've got Anthony, you've got Simons. And some picks. And Josh Hart. And some picks. And LeBron, yeah. You have to give us picks, too. And LeBron and Davis and yeah. Nurkic. <laughs> so I would not try to trade Dame for LeBron or for Davis, but I would trade him for both. How about you? Would you trade him for both? I don't know, because then LeBron's just going to leave to go play with his son. No, his son's going to come to Portland. If we get the pick, to just draft him. Um, and then, you know, Anthony Davis, of course, especially on the Blazers, he's going to just fall apart. Yeah. He's just going to break. You yeah. Know. Yeah. It's not going to be any good. So I don't know. I'd, I'd rather, I'm not, I don't want to trade Damian Lord to the Lakers. They don't deserve him. Remember when Cody Zeller used to play for us? Speaking of, yeah. speaking of big guys getting hurt. Right. Yeah. That was so weird. He came to our team and played a few games, got hurt. That was yeah, it. He got hurt. Larry Nance Jr. got hurt. Um, yep. Dame was hurt. always hurt. <laughs> every every center that comes here gets hurt. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about – I was asking this in the forum. I haven't yeah. checked to see if anybody answered. What do you think about the fact that it's like seven years since Wes Matthews' injury – Right, and he's now a starter on a contender. Like, is he still good? No, he's not. Not really. So why is he starting for a contender? Because Chris Middleton's out. No, he was starting even with Middleton. Was he really? Yeah. Well, and I guess because they need they Grayson need Allen balance, was out. They need to balance, balance things out. I think they consider they him a good anything. defender. He's a he's a good defender. Maybe I mean he's lost some speed he's that's not, what i'm saying not as good as a shooter as he used to be here i got i got one response i'm looking at a uh, rip seat i said uh his injury seven years ago but here he is starting for contender analysis of his game and rr7 wrote old slow and no longer a good shooter i know i know all three of those things so <laughs> why is he starting for a contender right now Todd, right? No, because I don't have anybody better to start. So, what's our what other news do we have? Um, the WNBA will show support for political prisoner Brittany Griner, uh, star of the Phoenix Mercury, who's being held in Russia. The league will feature her jersey number and initials on all twelve sidelines of WNBA courts. Nice. That's pretty awesome. That's good. Get her. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, Brittany. Let's get her out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Payton the second fractured his left elbow Yikes. By Dylan Brooks on a layup attempt Brooks was issued a flagrant two and ejected coach Steve Kerr called it dirty and Payton uh, will undergo an MRI to roll out further injury and plan and a planned timetable will be then be announced uh, Brooks was suspended for game three do you think he deserved the suspension and the ejection for that play I did not see the play I saw the play. It didn't look that bad. It looked like he was just going up for to try to block the ball, and he missed, and he kind of got uh, Peyton in the face and the side of the head, and then Peyton fell and landed. And, on his elbow. But, you know, it felt like it was maybe a flagrant one because he hit him in the head, but I don't think he should have been. He attacked. wasn't purposely undercutting him or anything? I, don't, I didn't see him purposely trying to hurt. Yeah, I missed it because it was like right at the beginning of the game, right? Well, look it up. Look it up. Look it up right now. I want you, I want your opinion on this because okay. I I've looked at this and it just doesn't seem like it warrants either an ejection or a suspension, especially. Well, I mean, the Warriors were really pissed about it. Well, of course they were, and it probably galvanized them. Uh, right. Uh, let's see. Um, Dylan Brooks ejected for this hard foul on. I don't know if they're going to be commercials here that we have to listen to before I see this highlight. 
There is a commercial. Game before. It's a commercial for. Game before. Uh, Draymond Green. Thompson. Got ejected for a hard foul. And his was Hold on. Hold on, Chris. Hold on. I'm going to watch this. Okay. Anyway, that was a commercial. Here we go. Got it? All right. All right. All right. Draymond Green has the ball. Oh, dude, that's not good. Right? You saw what I'm saying? That's. That's a dirty play. Is it? Yeah. Let me see it slow motion. I don't think so. It looked like he's just going for the block. Oh, you're he, right. It doesn't. It's not as bad as it looks. It looks like he was just going for the block and he missed. Oh, he slapped his head. But he was going for the block. I mean, he was going up to go for the block and he got his. He just got there a little too late and got his head. I don't think see it again. Malicious about that play. They both fall over. Yeah. He clubbed him on the head. Let me see it again. Is he really going for the ball? I thought he, I mean, I thought he was. It looked like he was trying to go for the ball and he just missed. It didn't look malicious. It didn't look like he was trying to hurt him. It just happened. Oh, to happen. but he pushed him too. Did he push him? I didn't see that part. With his left hand. You see that one more time. Yeah, he touched him on the body, which he shouldn't be doing while someone's okay in the air. All right. Anyway, he, we can move on. Do you think he should have been suspended, even if he was ejected? Um, for that, I don't know. I mean, well, the guy's in the air the, and he's slapping his head. The dream on green, slapping his head and putting his hand on his body while he's in the air. I mean, yeah, maybe he's going for the chase down block, but he doesn't get there. So I don't know. Did you see the the dream the dream on green ejection in the game before? Um, I did not see that one either. I looked that one up. Now look that one up. Okay. Well, there's many dream on green ejections. <laughs> 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 so I don't know which one to watch. <laughs> Okay, this is the one with Brandon Clark. All right, there yeah. might be a commercial we have to listen to here. Nope. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, I did see that. He grabs his jersey. He grabs his jersey and he pulled him down, which is dangerous. Yeah. And he's in the he's in the air. And that's more purposeful. That's more purposeful. Do you think he should have been suspended again? I mean, if you're going to suspend Brooks for what he did, you should suspend Fremont Green for that, right? Let me see. That's different. Because he's taking him out of the air, but he's kind of grabbing him by the air and kind of laying him down, like, kind of to protect him in a weird way. Was he trying to protect him? I don't know. You know what I mean? But he he grabs it. But what I'm saying is he grabs and he gets the jersey. And at that point, he could just strike the guy and pull him out of the air and he'd get really hurt. But he grabs his jersey, which is wrong and is a foul. But he grabs his jersey and then tries to help him down so that he doesn't actually get hurt. So you shouldn't be grabbing onto anybody's jersey. Pulling him down, right? Yeah, you shouldn't be getting in a jersey, and it should be a flagrant foul. But it's not like he grabs his jersey and then throws the guy to the ground. Right. He actually, once he's grabbed the jersey, he tried to actually protect him from, like, getting hurt. So that's what I see. Okay. Yeah. So what else we got, Chris? Uh, Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus Smart suffered a thigh contusion in game one versus Milwaukee, and he missed game two. Uh, he did return for game three. Uh, Chris Paul passed Tony Parker for fifth in all-time playoff assists. Do you know who the top four are, Eric, and top playoff assists all-time? Who was five? Who's uh, Paul now? What? 
Tony Parker was. Chris Paul is number five now. Okay. So playoff assists. This is easy. LeBron. Number two. Okay. Magic Johnson. Number one. John Stockton. Number three. And Jason Kidd. Number four. You got him. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Four out of four. Nice. Uh, the NBA has announced that Hall of Fame player Joe DeMars has been appointed vice president, head of basketball operations. Congrats, Joe. Nice. Awesome. Oh, we got some Ben Simmons news, Eric. Okay. Uh, he underwent a microdisectomy surgery on his back to alleviate pain from a herniated disc. And he should be available by training camp. He wow. should be. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. All right. Uh, the Hawks say they will be very active this summer in changing their roster. Competition, Eric. Wait, who? The Hawks. Yeah. They can't go forward with the same crew. For next year. I wonder, are they going to trade uh, John Collins, you think? I'm sure everybody's on the table. So, except, of course. Except Trey. Trey Young. Yeah. <laughs> Trey's probably the guy they're running with. Right. But everybody else, Gallinari and Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich Collins, uh, Capella. Yeah, Kongwu. Yeah, Kongwu was good for them. Yeah, good backup. Mm -hmm. uh, the Clippers have agreed to a two-year, $24 million extension with former Blazer Robert Covington. So he's yeah, $24 million, $12 million a year crazy yeah that's what that's like the kind of contract that Nurkic is on right yeah i think Nurkic brings you a little more than what covington does I, yes i agree yes i think they overpaid for him i think so they they have a bunch of players like him already yeah i know you know what i mean like if they, they did have the bench. if yeah. they had a if they had like a hole at small forward you know what i mean or their bench was weak but they're they're stacked with those kind of players yeah, but he'll help. They'll like you know, you know, they'll have Kawhi back, and you know, they're gonna yep, have Paul George, Kawhi, Norman Powell, Luke Kennard, but Batum, Batum, exactly. What do they need Covington for? We know how bad Covington is. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently he's playing. Well, I don't think he played much better for them than he did for us. But not a great. Well, he I mean, did he have that forty-three point, point game. <laughs> That's, I guess that's what sold it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, this guy. He's 42. we got to resign this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably hear upstairs, I believe, my uh, I can't brother's hear. family is watching some sort of movie or TV show. I that's can't quite, hear. <laughs> it sounds like it's playing in a movie theater because they've, they've got serious soundbar action. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Chris Middleton will miss at least two more games as he recovers from a knee sprain, but it appears he will be back for the end of the Bucks Celtics series. Yeah, that's good for them. Yes. I don't know why I'm rooting for Boston, but I am. Because I loved rooting for the Bucks last year. Yeah, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a long series. Somehow Boston feels like an underdog or something on some level, like because they got off to such a bad start. Yeah. Which is and really interesting after, you know, the sweep in the first, first round. They've, they've been to the conference finals, what, two or three times. Yeah. Uh, together and um, I don't know I like them I kind of want them to win plus they beat the Brooklyn Nets so they did you know they did right by me well I want a team to win that hasn't won yet I think there's only two teams right now in the playoffs that have Memphis won. Memphis and Phoenix that's it I think that's, I believe it's the only two Dallas has won. Yeah. Warriors, of course, have won many times. Yeah. The Heat have won many times. Celtics have won many. Times. Sixers, Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Sixers have won and the Bucks have won. So, yeah. Yeah. Only two. I'm sticking with How the, about the Sixers? I'm rooting for the Sixers. They're kind of a fun underdog, too, since they fell behind by two. And now they have Joel Embiid back. I don't like Harden, but Harden's not even playing well. So it kind of makes him no, plucky. He's terrible. he's terrible. He's terrible now. He's proven he can't be the number one. There's no when way anybody Embiid left and Embiid was injured in two games and he was crap. Well, that news broke that 
he was willing to take less than the max to stay in Philly. Uh, honey, I don't think anybody's offering you the max. Yeah, I don't think anybody's <laughs> offering the max. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't think a single team in the league would offer him the max to play for them next year. Do you agree? I agree. Maybe just run it out there to maybe see if somebody will pay him the max. Right. But do you think there's any team in the league that would be like, yeah, let's give 250 million over like five years to James Harden? No. I mean, especially as he gets older, but you know, uh, I don't think Philly should do it. I mean, he's proven. It's funny. When Houston gave that big, when Houston gave that big extension to Chris Paul, I thought that was a terrible contract. I'm like, what are they doing? He's going to be so old and he gets hurt all the time. Yeah. But I turned to be wrong on that one. I mean, he doesn't play for Houston anymore, but I mean, well he's definitely the, living up to his play, contract. Play. I mean, he didn't never won in, in, in L.A. But the Clippers never won in Houston, but he's playing well enough that maybe he'll get Phoenix their first championship this year. I don't know. Yeah. Go but Dallas, he'd though, have, right? He's been on and off, though. He has, like, really good games, and then, like, this past game he had really bad games. I don't know. It's like – are, are you rooting for Dallas, though? No. No, you're rooting for Phoenix? I'm rooting for Phoenix. Why? Because I want them to win. They haven't won a championship. Dallas has already won a championship. They're you want them to win the whole thing? I want them to win the whole thing, or I want Memphis, Memphis is going to win now. If it's Memphis-Phoenix, who do you want to win that? Yeah, oh, in the Western Conference Finals? I'd probably go for Memphis, but I'd be happy if Phoenix won. Okay. I'd be happy either way, but I'd probably root for Memphis. I like the Sixers because our, our Chris Horodala. Our boss. You know, but it's really hard to root for a team with James Harden. I'm sorry. It is. That makes it really hard. If he what if they win? What if they win? What if they win despite James Harden? They are winning despite James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they won game three despite James Harden because Joel Embiid returned. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he wasn't on there, I'd probably be more happier to, to root for them, but. Yeah, I just don't like to root for James Harden. Sorry. Yeah, I, so I'm rooting, I guess, for all the underdogs except for Boston, which yeah. is kind of an underdog because they're playing the champs. Right. True. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm rooting for Memphis. Memphis is not the underdog. Golden State is. Which is weird, but no, because Memphis is the real underdog, as you saw tonight. No, Memphis has home court advantage. Not anymore, they don't. No, but I mean, games game five will be in Memphis, and game seven will be in Memphis. Oh, that's true. You know what I'm saying? People always say, like, well, they just stole home court advantage, which I guess they did, because now you have to win another home, road game, but it doesn't change the fact that game five is in your place and game seven is in your place, and that's a major advantage. Right. True. Provided you get to a game five or a game seven, you got to get there. And they can. I mean, they're gonna. Have but to at worst, the Grizzlies are gonna play in a game five, no matter what happens. So right at home. So yep. And if they can win one more game, that guarantees a game six. So I mean, if they win next game, then they get to go home. The series tied two two. Yep. You know, they got to try real hard to win next game. Yep. So the. The 76ers who we were just talking about were fined $50,000 uh, for not releasing Joel Embiid's availability status in a timely manner prior to game three. And this happened to Phoenix in round one because when Booker came back. Yes, we talked about that. Play, and at the last minute he played and he got fined 50000 as well. So yep. you can do that. You have to let the other team know you know, he's going to play or not because it kind of messes up their game plans. And I guess maybe they're like, it's worth 50 grand to try to throw the team off. Right. Off. And the Mavs were fined $25,000 after their bench and coaches encroached the court during play several times in game three. All right. So during play, during play, they're, they're, they kept coming out to the court and stepping on the court, I guess, or over that line. That's crazy. You're too close to it. Which was, I guess, intimidating to the Suns or something, or it just wasn't fair. Right. You're supposed to do that, so they got fine. Uh, Mike D'Antoni's name has found its way to the top of the Hornets' West for their coaching position. Oh, boy, I didn't know he was still around. Was he coaching the Nets this year? 
was you know, he was an assistant coach for a while and then he dropped out he was a candidate for the blazers right uh, you know so he was he didn't coach five. this year he did not coach this year no oh, okay I, well, I believe he was after, an assistant no he did brooklyn. he was an assistant coach was he an oh, assistant he from brooklyn else. yeah somewhere else he, i think he went somewhere he was last year yeah and then he left and then was a candidate here and then he didn't get it so he was, i believe he was assistant somewhere else he is currently the coaching advisor Right. For the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans. The Pelicans, that's right. He's 71 years old. Actually, it's his um, birthday tomorrow. Oh, well, happy birthday. He's turning 70. Well, he's turning 71 tomorrow. Oh. I guess it's already tomorrow on the East Coast. Right. And that's why Wikipedia has Almost. him listed already as 71. Almost nine minutes. Oh, it's not even yet. Then yep. what's going on here with Wikipedia? They jumped ahead says, of themselves, I guess. It says born May 8th, 1951, aged 71 years. If he was born in 1951, he's not 71 until yes. tomorrow. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. Wikipedia doesn't acknowledge the rules of mathematics. No. Wow. <laughs> maybe uh wikipedia is based in like the uk uh, so i was like, wondering maybe it's based across <laughs> somewhere where it's maybe it is may 8th already there it's already, yeah it is there i believe it's already may 8th there is wiki wikipedia where is it based out of probably in europe somewhere the headquarter? No, it's in San Francisco. Oh, so that's that's our time then. Yeah. What is going on? It's crazy. The world's changing, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, Eric. <laughs> that's it for our news. Uh, when we won the games and highlights. Oh, hold on! I just turned on a YouTube video. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah? All right, so we'll start in the Western Conference. Uh, we'll start with the Phoenix-Dallas series. Uh, game one was Monday. The, the Suns won 121-114 over Dallas. The Suns looked nothing like they did in the first round, punching out a 9-0 lead to start the game and never trailing. Dallas got close late, but the Suns never faltered. Aiton led Phoenix with 25 points, Booker 23 of his own, Chris Paul 19. Luka Doncic still 45 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. 19 from uh, Maxi Kleba and 15 for, from Dory Finney-Smith. Uh, sometimes when a star takes over the game and they're doing all the work and, and you don't get a lot of help. Uh, right. You, know, you can often lose, you often lose the game. That happened in another game and another series we'll get to, but that's not always good when your star has those big games because then the other guys aren't really doing, doing well. It's better when, Everybody's yeah. When you're sharing it, you sure yeah. That. Uh, game two, uh, Phoenix won again 129 109 on Wednesday, taking a 2 0 lead. Uh, Devin Booker led the Suns with 30 points, but it was Chris Paul with 28, including 14 in the fourth quarter, that propelled the Suns to the win in the 2 0 series lead. Mavericks led by two 60 58 at halftime, but the Suns took the lead behind Booker in the third and led by six going into the fourth, and then Chris Paul went off. And Dallas didn't stand a chance. Luka Doncic, 35 points, five rebounds, seven assists, and another impressive playoff performance. But he had a little help, 16 points from Bullock, and only 11 for Dinwiddie. And what was up with no games on Thursday? The league was giving everybody of, a day off. Everybody a day off. Well, I mean, they spread it out a little. Two of the teams had a day off anyway. Right. They gave uh, off. Yeah, they gave everybody a day off, though. I don't know. Yeah. They should have spaced it out so we don't have to go a day with no games. Right. Uh, game three, Dallas finally got a win, 103-94, mm -hmm. to, to bring the series to 2-1. The series switched to Dallas, and Doncic got a little help from his friends. Mm -hmm. Dylan Brunson led Dallas with 28 points. Doncic, 26, 13, and 9. He still had a good game, but his other guys have good games, too, his other teammates. 
Mm-hmm. Better games and are able to get a win. 15 points from Bullock, 14 apiece from Finney Smith and Cleveland. No Suns players reached 20 points and no Suns bench players reached double digits as the Mavs locked down the Suns on defense. 19 points from Jay Crowder to lead the Suns, 18 from Booker, 16 and 11 from Aiton, and only 12 points from Chris Paul. This is what I'm talking about. Chris Paul can have a really amazing game and then he can have a really bad game like this. Yep. You know, and there's a few games against the Pelicans where he got shut down. Mm-hmm. So he can be really good, but then he can be really bad. Uh, and then, of course, the Memphis Golden State Warriors series, game one. Man, that was a close one. The Warriors 117-116 by a point on Sunday, taking a 1-0 lead. Oh, that's right. Morant had a layup that would have won it. Missed. Yeah, the Warriors started uh. Gary Payton the second over Jordan Poole to try and stop Morant on defense. But the Grizzlies had a hot start, rubbed double digits in the second, and led by six, 61-55 at half. Draymond Green was ejected with just over one minute left in the half after a hard foul on Brendan Clark. But Jordan Poole of the Warriors with a career-high 31 points off the bench, including a playoff high, 5 of 10 from 3. Curry, 24 points for passing Dennis, Dennis Johnson for 23 in all-time playoff points. Or playoff, yeah, playoff points. Damn, I'd already uh, blocked that game out. Clay <laughs> <laughs> Thompson hit a 3 with 36 seconds Yes, he did. To give the and then Warriors he missed lead. two. And, and then he, he missed, missed a pair of free throws. throws. Two of them. Back-to-back free throws. Uh, and then Morant, man, missed a game-winning layup at the buzzer. Yeah. And off the backboard and the rim and did not go. Oh, my gosh. No, that's terrible. Warriors could have won. That. They could be – it could be – the series could be tied right now or that it could be up – they could be up 2-1, actually. Yeah. You know? It was Clay Thompson had good defense on that drive by – he did Morant kind of moved him back from where he would like to be. Right. John Morant, 34 points, 10 assists, and nine rebounds. Jaron Jackson Jr., career high, 33 points and 10 rebounds on a season high, six three-pointers. Morant and Jackson Jr. became the first Memphis teammates to both record 30 plus point games in the playoffs. And yep. wow. Uh, game two, Memphis strikes back, 106-101 on Tuesday to tie the series 1-1. Dylan Brooks was ejected, as we were talking about earlier in the first, for colliding with Gary Payton the second on a layup attempt, which caused him to fall and fracture his left elbow. The Grizzlies led by eight after the first and five at halftime, 56-51. Curry and Poole went off in the third, and John Morant was poked in the eye by Kaminga. And Kaminga's the one that injured him tonight. I believe, or maybe that was, maybe it was Wiggins tonight. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they both went up for a rebound, and he and he came down and poked him in the eye. Morant finished the game not able to see fully out of his left eye. Right. He finished with a playoff matching high of forty-seven points, yeah. including eighteen in the fourth to lead the Memphis to Grizzlies to a win. Yeah. And tie the series. He can score at will. He's he one of those guys. When he's on, yes. I mean, it sucks he missed that layup at the end of game one, but I mean, right. Memphis's problem is not scoring. Their yeah. problem is defense. Yes. Uh, Curry led the Warriors with 27 points. Poole with 20 off the bench. 12 for Thompson on a bad shooting night. 5 of 19 from the field. And just 2 of 12 from 3, Eric. Ouch. Yeah. And then tonight, of course, we know how that one went. Uh, the Golden State Warriors defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 142 to 112 by 30 points. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the, actually, the Memphis Grizzlies looked pretty good in the beginning of the game in the first quarter. Second quarter, the Warriors started taking over. Uh, they were up, up by 10. Moran, of course, hit the half-court shot at the buzzer at halftime, bringing the score to seven. But then it was all Warriors pretty much in the second but half. then they caught it to six did tra- they, they tried to make a run in the four they cut it to 16 and they got the ball back right and kyle anderson is going for what could be a three-point play to cut it to 13 they with about five minutes to go yeah. and he gets called for charging and then he just blows up and gets himself thrown out of the game he got that was it he got thrown out yeah did he already have a technical or he got double technical? He got stuff? double. I think he got two right there, right? Oh, in two a row. Right there, right? Yeah, because he yep. kept, kept talking. Yeah. 
Ay, 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 ay. Come on, man. Yeah. Like I said, maybe he was trying to do the, you know, if you get ejected, your team wins, which happened in the first right. two games. So, right. Who knows? But uh, Curry led the Warriors with 30 points. Uh, Poole, 27 off the bench, 18 for Kaminga and his first start in the playoffs. Uh, good game for him, 17 for Wiggins, 21 for Clay Thompson. He was just going off. Uh, John Moran, of course, led the Grizzlies 34 points and seven assists. Uh, 16 for Bain. It seemed like he kind of struggled tonight, though. It seemed pretty quiet. 15 for Jaron Jackson Jr. He also seemed pretty quiet on the night. Of course, no Brooks. Uh, so I guess having no Brooks really did hurt them tonight. Yeah. No, it did for sure. His defense and his uh, shooting ability can really help them. And then he'll, the, he'll be back for game four. He'll be back for game four. It's going to be a different game four. Uh, Eastern Conference, uh, number one, Miami versus number four, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, game one, the Heat uh, defeated the East pretty easily, the Philadelphia 76ers without Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. 106-92 to take a 1-0 series lead. Tyler Hero returned from uh, a upper respiratory infection. Record 25 points on four of six from three to lead the Heat. Autobio 24 and 12 and 15 and nine from Jimmy B. Kind of a off game for him. Tobias Harris, 27 points to lead the Sixers. 19 for Tyrese Maxey and just 16 points for James Harden. Crappy mm-hmm. James Harden. Uh, after our first half, in which the Sixers led by one, 51 50 at halftime, the Heat went off and ran away with the game in the second half. And then game two, Miami again defeated Philadelphia. Again, no Embiid, 119. Maxi went off, though. Maxi did go off, 34 points. Uh, Tobias Harris put up 21, and Harden again was a Sixers third leading score with 20 points. So uh, Bam out of bio, 23 points. Jimmy B, 22 and 12. And birthday boy, Victor Oladipo, 19 points. Doesn't it seem like. Strong showing off the bench from Miami. What doesn't it seem like it's been like months since we've seen James Harden even score 25 points? It does, it seems like forever. Yeah, he, he used to like average 35 points a game, yeah, all the time. And now, like, he doesn't even like he doesn't get close to 30. It's like he just doesn't even care anymore. I don't know, weird. I'm surprised it's not like he's either that or he's just because it doesn't seem like he wants to be there. I don't either know, either that or he's just washed up. Or he's just, yeah, he's just like, I'm done. I'll let him be, be the main guy and I'll just throw up some jaws. Uh, the Sixers were within single digits in the fourth, but the Heat went on a 10 run and never looked back. And then, of course, game three, Joel Embiid returns. Yes. Sixers win 99-79 on Friday to move the series uh, to give Miami a 2-1 lead. The lower the lead of 2 1. And then Tyrese Maxey and Danny Green recorded 21 apiece, but it was a return of Embiid on the Sixers' home court in game three to help push Philly to a win, wearing a mask and nursing an injured thumb. Embiid rolled his way to 18 points and 11 rebounds. Harden, just 17 points. Eight, to go with eight rebounds and six assists. Yep. You got to pick it up, man. Still yep. struggling, and he struggled shooting pretty badly. Uh, so he did hit a big shot to help the Sixers in the third, I believe. Yeah, they did forgo a 0-3 series deficit with that win, and uh, Jimmy B led Miami with 33 points and nine rebounds, his best game of the series, but he had no help. Right. Hero was the next highest scorer for Miami with 14 points. No other Miami player broke double digits. Digits, yeah. I mean, you look at that. You look at that box score in, in Miami, and it's just like, yeah, what the heck happened. Go Sixers. <laughs> Uh, then you got Boston and Milwaukee. Game one, Milwaukee uh, beat the Boston Celtics 101-89. The Greek freak, dude. Giannis recorded a beastly 24 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, triple-double to help the Bucks take home court advantage holiday. 25 and 10 rebounds and Bobby P. 15 and 11 rebounds for in a dominant game for Milwaukee. Tatum and Brown struggled for the first time this playoff, shooting a combined 10 of 31 from the field. Tatum finished with 21 points, while Brown only recorded 12 points. The Celtics attempted 53-pointers and hit 18. Ouch. 
Donis went off in the second quarter, giving Milwaukee a uh, double-digit lead at halftime. The Celtics tried to battle back in the third, but the Bucks went on an 11-3 run to end the quarter, including a demoralizing self alley-oop dunk by Giannis. Did you see that? No. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, he threw it off the backboard and dunked off it. Backboard to himself, yeah. Yeah, and he okay. wasn't, like, uh, showboating or anything. Like, that's how he needed the play to unfold so that yeah. he could hit it. Yeah, he does showboat quite a bit, though. But that wasn't. That was, like, it was the right move. That was just a move, yeah. Uh, and then game two, Boston strikes back. No Marcus Smart because of his bruised right thigh. It happened in game one, but Boston wins anyway, 109-86. The tie the series 1-1 on Tuesday. The Celtics started out hot, netting the game's first seven points and building an 18-3 lead. They look more like the Boston Celtics from the first round. Uh, Brown scored 25 of his 30 points in the first half, and the Celtics never found her. Tatum, 29 points of his own. Uh, 21 for Grant Williams off the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston focused its defense on Giannis, who still finished with 28 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. 19 for Holiday, and hey, 13 points apiece for Portis and former Blazer Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton. Patty C. Yeah. And then, of course, game three happened earlier today. Milwaukee. Four days later, by the way. The later. last game was Tuesday. Then the yeah, next game was a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Milwaukee 103, Boston 101. Like we mm. said, the Celtics were down 13 with 10 minutes left, but they rallied back. So they fall short down three with 4.6 seconds left. Marcus Smart hit a free throw. And then, you know, he he got fouled uh, shooting a three. A lot of people were upset, thought maybe he should have gotten three free throws. And they only gave him two. We gave him two. Uh, I thought he should have gotten three. What do you think? I thought he should have gotten three free throws. He went when the minute he got the ball, he went up to shoot. He went up to shoot. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, so we only got two free throws. He made the first one. He missed the second one purposefully hard off the backboard. He got the rebound, went to put it back up and then put it too in too hard. Robert Williams came up, grabbed the rebound. He tried to put it in and missed. Al Horford got the rebound, tried to put it in the mess. He got the rebound again, put it up, and made it, but it was right after the buzzer had sounded. It did not count, and the Milwaukee Bucks won, and they go up 2-1. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Giannis, 42 points, 12 rebounds, and eight assists. We the Bucks. My goodness, 25 for Holiday and 13-10 and 10 for Brooke Lopez, 27-12 and 12 for Brown, 22-16 and 16 for Al Horford, with just 10 points for Jason Tatum, Eric. He had a terrible game today. Shot terribly. Ouch. You can't. That's part of why they lost, because he had a terrible game. It's true. Uh, Robert Williams went to the locker room in the third after taking an elbow to the face from Bobby Portis, but he did return in the fourth. Of course, he was there at the end uh, to try to get Yeah, there. way too way too strong with that putback. Way too strong. He came My in. gosh. Man. He had the ball. Take a moment. Or like I say, hand it off to Horford. Right. Hand it, give it to Horford. Hey. He what to do. <laughs> fake, fake, and hand it off. Hand it off. Uh, and that's it for our games and highlights. Uh, those series will all be continuing. Uh, game fours starting tomorrow. Um, do we have a streak finder tonight? Here? If you want a streak finder. Is it your streak finder? One. I don't have one. Can you think of one? Okay. Yeah. Other streak finder. Okay. Here we go. Streaks that event. Turnovers. Eight. That's my streak. Eight turnovers. At least eight turnovers in the playoff game. Are we in the playoffs. If we're doing the play in the playoffs. Okay, we'll just do playoffs. Um, just playoffs. Eight turnover games. Let's see. So, you know, it's going to be a point guard, obviously, or a guy oh, who handles the ball a lot. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you know, you're talking James Harden. You're oh wow. It's only happened twice. Wow. And these two players have just done back-to-back games with eight turnovers. No one's ever had three games in a row in the playoffs. There are two players, one current player, one older player. That's not in the league anymore. And they did back-to-back playoff eight turnover games. Are they both point guards? One of them was last year. Um, Yeah. Are they both point guards? One of them is. Uh, Chris yes. Paul? No. Um, the, the point guard is from the 80s. 
the 1980s. Oh, okay. The 80s, huh? Yep. Fat Weaver? No. <laughs> um, big star. Big star in the 80s? Point guard? Oh, uh, Magic Johnson? Yes. Yeah. He did. Let's look at the list. Let's see how many he had. He, it was in the NBA Finals. Oh, was this Tragic Johnson? People always talk about that there was some finals where, like, Magic Johnson was terrible. Right. Probably that one. Tragic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, let's see. He had, in game three of the finals, he had 18 points, 13 assists, but he was 3 of 12 from the field and had 8 turnovers. And then, but he didn't shoot well from the free throw line. And then in game four, and they were both losses. Then in game four in a loss, he shot eight of 20, which also isn't great. Shot great from the free throw line. 27 points, 13 assists, nine turnovers. It was back-to-back games. And I think that's, I'm gonna look, I think that's what they call Tragic Johnson. Let me see. One second. Oh, hold on. Yeah, looking up Tragic Johnson. Tragic Johnson chokes 1984 finals. So it was not that this that I have is the 83 finals. Here we go. The night magic was Tragic Johnson. Let me look this up. I've just heard it, but I didn't know exactly what he did. Let's see. As of this series, so it was Bird, it was Lakers versus Celtics. This series is best known as the series where Magic Johnson became Tragic Johnson. As tragic as J.R. Smith's game one reaction was, he isn't the first player to lose sight of the game clock. It was game two and the Lakers were up one nothing. The score was 113 to 113, seven seconds on the clock, and Magic had the ball. Did he dribble and attack the paint? A behind-the-back pass, an alley-oop for Kareem, none of the above. Magic dribbled the clock away. (laughs) As Lakers coach Matt explained, from that point on, things began to crumble. The streak continued in game four with two mistakes at the end of the game. There were eight seconds to go when Magic threw a bad pass that led to a steal and the game to overtime. Then in overtime, he missed two pivotal free throws and the Celtics won the game and tied the series. Magic's teammate, Michael Cooper, later described Magic crying in the shower for 30 minutes. Oh As Cooper God. said, not only did we lose to the Boston Celtics, but he had lost to his nemesis, Larry Bird. Oh. Magic himself said, I learned a valuable lesson. Only the strong survive. Talent just doesn't get it. That's the first time the Lakers ever encountered that. Someone stronger minded. Wow. Wow. The series had one peculiar moment. Game five is known as the Heat Game since it was played under 97 degrees Fahrenheit at Boston Garden without any air conditioning. It got so bad that an oxygen tank was provided to give air to Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Wow. At one point in the first half, Referee U. Evans became dehydrated and fainted. Wow. Wow. So there you go. That's Tragic Johnson. And the other guy in the Street Finder is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. In last year's playoffs, Tragic Embiid. Um, he <laughs> had, it was in the Eastern Conference semifinals, of course, because he's never been to the Eastern Conference finals. It was game six at Atlanta, and he had 22 points, 13 rebounds, and eight turnovers. And then game seven, isn't that the game where they all complained about Ben Smith, Bill Smith, Ben Simmons messing up, right? Everybody criticizes Ben Simmons for game seven. Well, Joel Embiid had 31 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, and eight turnovers. The guy had eight turnovers. It's not just Ben Simmons' fault. So there's yeah. a streak finder. You got questions? Of course you got questions. So here's the first one. All right, let's go. Is uh, Did Dylan Brooks deserve to be ejected and suspended? 
Um, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Yes. I'm going to say ejected. Yes. Suspended. No. I'm going to agree with you. I think the eject, the suspended happened because Gary Payton got hurt. Because his elbow got broken. Yeah. As if, Bruce Ultimate. If, yeah. If he had not gotten hurt, I don't think he would have been suspended. Right. Okay. Next. Uh, are the Lakers fans really thinking that Terry Stotts possibly being their next coach means, means Lillard will ask to be traded there? No, I mean, they can try, but Lillard's committed to Be- Billups. I think they're pretty delusional about Lillard coming to the way. I mean, they really Plus, want him to play they with don't have, They don't have anybody we want. They have nobody. They would have to him. actually trade something to us for Lillard. They can't they just take him. There's nobody we want. They don't have, and they don't really have command of a lot of their picks in the near future. Right, yeah. Picks. If we ever traded Lil, he would never go to the Lakers. No, there's, there's several. There's Every other team could give us more than the Lakers could right now. Yep. <laughs> well, 28 other teams, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the Lakers fans are thinking. Uh, next one is, will the Blazers make the finals in the next two seasons? Ooh, in the next if two not, seasons? We'll be gone. I'd say in the next five seasons, but I don't know about the next two seasons. Think Lillard's going to hang around that long? Yeah. He's committed. And if we actually draft a player and don't trade the pick, he's going to be committed to growing with the new player, I think. Do you think he will be? I mean, his time mm-hmm. is his clock's kind of running out. I mean, he's younger than Curry, younger than Paul, and they're doing good in the playoffs. I mean, what, he's 31 now? What? He's 31? Yeah, but... He has maybe seven or eight. Curry's more. like 33 and Chris Paul's 37. Yeah. And they're both very relevant. Right. So, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be happy in five years when Curry retires. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about him, man. Yeah. Curry this and Curry that. Go Grizzlies. We agree on that. Go Grizzlies. Uh, and then the last question is, should – Shouldn't have smart got three free throws at the end of the game three today. Yeah. Yes. We already talked about that. Yes, he should have. He should have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying that he got the ball and then when he, then when contact happened, then he went up oh. shooting position, but it appeared to me that he got the ball and then automatically. And they needed a three. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something where he's just throwing it up. Right. They needed a three. So that's why he was shooting a three. And he was going for it. He did get, I believe he did get into position. It should have been three free throws. Yep. It wasn't, and the Celtics still nearly won. So that was. Yeah. I wonder that, if that'll be one of the things the league apologizes for. I bet it will watch what tomorrow the, the reporter come out and go, oh, yeah, we're sorry we missed that. He should have gotten three free throws. Yep. Which would have like changed the whole thing because they would have went to overtime. Right. If yeah. he made them all, we if don't know. Maybe he wouldn't have made them all. He, he, yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's pretty stressful there at the end of the game shooting free throws, but he's yeah. a real good shooter. So. Yeah. All right, that's it for our questions. Thank you for submitting those. If you'd like to submit questions for next week's episode, you can do so by dropping us a tweet out with NBA or on Facebook at the Around the NBA with Chris Eric Facebook page or the Blazers Forum Facebook page. Or of course, on ripsa2.com on Saturdays. At this point, there's always a thread there for your question and comments. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Go Blazers. Go Grizzlies.